This is Educated Zombies, a podcast where we talk about the struggles of being a college student. Now, we are not affiliated with any university, but we are no strangers to higher ed. So tune in every week where we will give you tools that you can carry beyond the classroom. And to be honest, this is just a space for us to have some really cool conversations with some really cool people about education, because we believe education is more than a piece of paper. Hi, everybody. I'm going to introduce my lovely guest. I have my mom, Diana. Hi. I have my sister, Hoya. <laughs> I'm just here to be supportive. <laughs> okay. That's good. <laughs> the support is good. Because Ohana, no family. Ohana means family. Yes, that's oh. right. You had it. You had it. Family means no one is yeah. left behind. So Hoya and I were talking earlier, Mom, about how uh, <laughs> our experiences. Do you remember whenever you would tell me I was getting ready for? Um, I think I can't remember what it's. It's okay. Um, <laughs> see if you remember. Anyways, you were getting ready to go to OC. Yeah, we're, I was pretty much finishing up what would be equivalent to what, like my high, high school, school year. <laughs> and you would be like, it's okay, you're going to learn this in college anyhow. Do you remember telling me that? All the time. <laughs> okay, do you, I think I also remember you would just mention how sometimes you would get to college whenever you first went, and then your teachers would tell you all the time. You should have learned this in third grade, in junior high or yeah. High school, yeah. Yeah, and I would say, oh, I don't know where I was when I was in junior high school because I don't remember any of this. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. And I think that also impacted just the way you were like, well, let's hurry up and just get you to college. Then if they're going to reteach you anyhow, <laughs> might as well just, why are we wasting our time? Just go ahead and sit in there. <laughs> and I remember sitting in college, and especially in biology, and the professors would say, you should have learned this in... <laughs> So, so great, yeah. <laughs> and junior high, and I was like, my mom said you would have said that. That's why I'm here, <laughs> so I could learn it. <laughs> yeah. I never, I never said that. It's funny though, because I'm teaching a dual credit class. Oh. And I have students who I'm like, why are you here? You shouldn't be here. You're not ready because they're still in high school. Oh, I see. And I think. I was telling Hoya, I think that... Are they doing dual credit or something Yeah, like they're doing dual credit. So you think they're not ready for that dual credit? No, they're not. They're mm. not ready for dual credit. And I think what was happening is we're doing a dis... I think... A disservice? One, a disservice to them. And then what's happening is that... Well, okay, let me rephrase this. Recent studies are showing now it takes more than four years to get your bachelor's. Okay. For everyone. Okay. It's now five, six years. And I bet you the reason why is because you have a lot of students who are coming in and they're like, oh, you should learn this. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to learn this because they're going to teach it to you. And it's, they or they have to retake classes. And so they're just being, it's, it's taking longer. You know, what's funny, mom, is that I was having a conversation with Micah's friends. We were sort of like mom's powwow hour. And all of the moms are freaking out. They're like, my since my kids are gonna be so behind from this year and oh, what's gonna happen right because of COVID. And I'm like, I survived. <laughs> Micah will survive. And they're like, why can't we get a chill pill like you? And I'm like, if only you knew. I'm like, it's they're gonna he's gonna be fine. He he is and I think one of the things that stood with me the most 
was that you you told this I don't know if she told you or she's like as long as you guys know how to read and write you, oh, you'll be yeah. able to survive read write and math that's all you need and you'll survive mm-hmm. I think the biggest the biggest thing you have to learn is to learn mm. that's the biggest thing that you have to learn you want to learn the need to learn and just learn it uh, that's one of the biggest things and I think that's why uh, some of these students that try to crunch time mm-hmm. and accelerate they don't quite get it because it's part of the maturity yeah so when you're in the elementary years you're being fed information junior high high school you're being fed information even your first years of college you're being fed information and some of it you don't quite grasp because sometimes our maturity level is not there yeah uh, of course that there's always exceptions mm-hmm. there are students who they seem to mature pretty young and they catch all these concepts but I think most of us it's it's kind of like an accumulative effect it's got to add on add on until it kind of clicks yeah you know? and that's just what I think yeah I think it's part of it is mm-hmm. a teacher's job is to like open that window of interest because <laughs> I think something my favorite part when mom taught me was like Look at the mold in the fridge. Like, look at how, you know, like, where's this coming so, from? FYI, people, we had mold in our fridge. Yeah, the mold, but, like, if food yeah, was there too yeah, long, she would be like, hey, Hoya, come look at this. I look at the colors. And I remember, I remember, like, we did a science project with, like, bananas. And, like, do bananas get dark faster in the fridge or out of the fridge? And that was, like, one of my science projects. With mom? Yeah. And, like, every day we would we had one banana in the fridge and one banana out of the fridge. And I had a notebook and I'd have to, like, write down the differences and, like, pay attention to it and like that interests me a lot and just little things like that because I remember I didn't get those kind of signs she told me that she told me that you would like to look at like moldy things too in the fridge she's like Judy loves looking at the moldy stuff in the fridge I mean I would I didn't document oh I didn't document it either it was only the banana but I do really like those conversations it's really funny to me I'm like okay Well, I think it's also funny because mom's such a, you were a biology major, yeah. a sciencey person, yeah. and then we're artsy fartsy people over here. Yeah. And we're like, look at the colors. <laughs> and mom's like, I wonder if there are those microbe organisms growing. Why is it that color? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why is it that color? One of the biggest problems is that we don't know. I like how you said, mom, about. It's, it's wanting to learn, right? And it's just that. And, I, and I've always been grateful how you've always pretty much just let us. I mean, we would go off and say, okay, well, we're going to do this. I'm going to go build. I'm going to go build a tunnel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to build a clubhouse in the middle of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> go have fun. And we're and like. It became a mud pit. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't have all of the tools. It's just like we figured it out. And we would see pictures of these really nice, rich kids with their really nice playhouse. And we're like, well, we can't afford it, but we can try to make it. We had such big ideas. We can never do it. Our reality. But y'all got there. Y'all got pretty far. I guess. <laughs> we gave up a garage as our, our clubhouse. <laughs> That, that old garage that burned down. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Or the to- the towers and the garage. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, we wanted. We ever we wanted to build a clubhouse in the towers. Oh man. But 
I think that's just you created this foster you you fostered this environment for us to want to learn. And we were talking about how we just we would go and hang out at the library and that would be our That was our day out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That was our fun. Yeah, like, <laughs> going to the library. Go have fun. <laughs> I love libraries to this day. And it's funny because when I was in school, I liked always going to the library. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who's like, I hate the library. The library is so dark and depressing for me. And I'm like, I love the library. I always <laughs> had a happy time at the library. Oh, book. <laughs> yeah. And like when I walk to find a study place, I just like read the books. I'm like, oh, this book looks interesting. <laughs> no, I can't. I feel like I've told my kids they don't love the library as much. Well, they did when they were younger. They like reading. You didn't fill them. Thank you. Well, it's because... You had technology yeah. to work against you. Well, do you remember, like, when we go to the library, we were able to use a computer? Yeah. That was our biggest, like, yeah. treat. <laughs> Especially the Odessa library. <laughs> they had the cool computers. because oh, yeah, we started going over there, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is well, true. I think part of my goal was just to have, um, have resources, even though we couldn't afford very much, but for learning. And whenever you decided you were ready to learn it, you would learn it. That that was my idea. So at least have the environment. I don't know if anybody who grew up with an encyclopedia, the Britannica Encyclopedia. (laughs) They don't have them anymore, but yeah. Did you like reading dictionaries? No, but I read the encyclopedia. I loved reading dictionaries. You're so weird. That's like one of my My favorite things to do. Mom, that's what she loved to do. Uh So I had had encyclopedias in my house and several (laughs) dictionaries. I, used, I wish I could remember everything I read, but I just remember, like, for hours, I went, oh, what is this? Oh, cool. <laughs> like, oh, man. So, and I like collecting dictionaries. And I like the encyclopedias more. Mm. Way more. Um, although I, I have dictionaries. I kept them in my office. Whenever yeah. I find one, I'm like, I, have, I got it. I, you have my Spanish name. I know yeah. that one, too. <laughs> that one, yes. No, but at work, yeah, vocabulary. I get confiscated <laughs> one. What's the word whenever you're like recording you're, this? Yeah. <laughs> you're compressing this? <laughs> oh. It doesn't work for them anymore. Okay. I know. <laughs> I don't say where I worked at. I keep it oh, all. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you told me, so I won't blurt yep. it. <laughs> so you don't say names of location. Okay. okay. We don't say last names. Oh, you should have told us that Yeah, before. you should have told us that before we mentioned <laughs> Oh, <Okay, you laughs> <laughs> We already mentioned yeah. <laughs> I said <laughs> But we're not there now. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, they're gonna so you, so you got a a, a, dictionary. a huge. It's a nice one. Wow. Like the ones they had at the libraries that were they had a yeah, stack on the top. It's like this big. Ooh. It's somewhere. I'll find it here in a minute. It's really nice. And I was like, no one's who's no one wants this. And he's like, no. I'm like, okay. I will take care of it. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm gonna take this book first thing. And I, whenever I was getting ready to leave. I'm like, just slowly started taking stuff out. That was the first thing I took out. <laughs> so no one would notice. Um, bookstores? I'm sure that, no, I'm sure they have. Bookstores. Yeah. Don't they make one? Because they used to make one every year. Don't mm-hmm. they make them anymore? I don't know. Wow. Maybe not. It's a dying. Yeah. The form. Britannica? I mean, I don't know if they are making them anymore. I know Google there's a website. It. I know there's a website, Britannica website. Okay. Where you go get all your information now. Like, I remember researching stuff and Britannica was like one of the listing on mm-hmm. the Google searches. But I don't know if they're still oh, yeah. making Oh, like man. They're $800, Mom. Yeah, they cost quite a bit. That was a whole set. I really? paid them in, in installments. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's something that I've always been grateful. And I tell the kids... 
as long as I teach, I find myself repeating, it's like, as long as you guys learn, love learning, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. That's right. Because it'll kick in mm-hmm. eventually. Eventually. And then maybe that's also why with, compared to like with the other moms, I'm like, he'll be fine. He'll pick it up. He's, he's, he's stinking smart when he wants to be. <laughs> he wants to be, that's right. And he'll put things together, so I'm not going to stress about it. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. He's. So we had an interesting conversation like with the kids the other day. Nellie was like, I don't know what she said. She mentioned she wanted to like start doing something. Oh, she said, I can't wait to go to college because I want to be able to start inventing things. And Mike was like, why do you have to wait till you go to That's college? Right. Just start now. That's right. And we're like, <laughs> start now. And she was like, no, I just won't have the same equipment. I'm like, no, that's when you really wanted to do it now. Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to just go buy like a box of just junk like old computers or something I'm like fix it have fun with it mm-hmm. and I forget <laughs> every time well you don't have to buy a box I'm you can just go to my closets there's all computers there I saw one we have one in the garage I think my favorite story is when Hoya didn't want to learn to read oh my gosh it was just so scary for me you know because she had no interest in, in wanting to read and, oh so it was worrying me and um and i remember it was in sunday school one of her friends was reading that summer and she was like oh she's reading so she came home and she said okay teach me to read i mean and in a month or so she had caught up so uh, that was to me was amazing just to see how you guys could learn. You know? <laughs> Did you know that story? No, I didn't know that story. I didn't either. I remember that. I think it's that that you said she can read, Mom. I want to learn to read. Teach me. And she brought me the books now. Uh-huh. And I was always chasing her. You know, like, <laughs> it's reading time. Uh-huh. And she did. I mean, it was in that summer she caught up. I said, "Thank you, Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> well, we laugh about it. I get it. As now having kids of my own, mm-hmm. you do get worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although now, I mean, I'm like Mike and I both know how to read. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes I am like, they have the tools, the resources. Oh my gosh. But, I mean, no, but then when I really start thinking about it, I get an email. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The teachers. And then I'm like, just kidding. We're not over this hurdle. But but it's true because you can't force, you can't really force you can only like force that, so right? much. You can only enforce so much. Yeah, yeah. But when they take off in the boonies, yeah, it's like, I don't want to read. <laughs> that was a media just gone. Well, <laughs> so yeah. But all you can do is just create an environment where mm-hmm. they want to, and then if they pick it up, they pick it up, and that's it. Yeah. I was talking to Natalie about that because not like that, but just in the sense, her friends sometimes will say, oh, I'm bored. And and the kids are happy being home. They don't really, they, uh-huh. they rarely say I'm bored. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natalie even more so. And then like, she amazes me. She just something. Yeah, she came down and she's like, I learned how to draw eyeballs. <laughs> and did you know that it's all about the pupils? I'm like, no, that's where the emotion is captured. Like, no, I did not. 
And we, I told yeah, her how... You have fostered a love of learning. Yeah. And that's how you... And, and I was telling her how I think a lot of it is because I have stuff. I have plenty of mm-hmm. tools for them, for both of them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. She's like, you're right. Because if I want to do something, I know I have it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just start working on it. Or she gets an idea. She knows you can find the mm-hmm. stuff. There you go. And it's... I think that's the same thing that you did you just gave mm. us the stuff and you didn't shove it down our throats so to speak and like mm-hmm. if, you, if it happens it happens that's cool and if not well yeah and, and so, should we also threaten us like if you're bored i'll give you something yeah i'll put it at work they were like eh, just kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although i read somewhere that boredom is one of the best gifts because it for, that's when creativity is birthed. birthed okay because sometimes you need that space that empty space mm-hmm. to think out ideas come up with things yeah i can see that i can see where sometimes you need that quiet yeah but i think it's just it's very different versus when you have a a gap that's filled with noise mm. and just distraction so to mm-hmm. speak right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's which isn't really cultivating anything and we don't know what that is like i think a lot of people don't know what that's like how that is and I can tell whenever like the kids are with other friends and they're just like oh I'm so bored and it's like "Mm, it's okay it's not the worst thing ever to be bored Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have a struggle with Marcus sometimes he doesn't want to be bored no he thinks it's the worst thing ever it's the biggest burden in the world to be bored yes (laughs) (laughs) but again I'm not worried did you, I thought it was so funny. Did you know that I took mom's physics teacher? He was my favorite teacher no, so far. No, it was Mr. Um, yes. Company. Oh, we must I do remember, because I wanted to take him, but he wasn't he was there when there I were. were. Yeah. yeah. He retired probably. Yeah. I like older teachers. <laughs> he was really good. Well, he was not too old when I took him, okay? Well, <laughs> he, he was kind of young. Like, experienced teachers. I like really experienced teachers. He, he, he had that ability to bring physics to life. That's awesome. Yeah, he well, would give you yeah. uh, examples that, that you could grasp. For example, he'd say, okay, we're learning this this law of physics. It's like this. You push this table. Okay, you just use you know, inertia or whatever. So he had that gift. When somebody brings it where you can really relate, it just makes a difference. Because I, I didn't think I was going to like physics, but taking him. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Physics was hard for me, but I had a different teacher. Aww. He was a he was he worked at NASA. He was a really great wow. person. He worked at NASA. He really like worked with you, okay. but when he taught, he had a super soft voice, <laughs> and it was really hard to hear him and like also connect the concepts mm-hmm. in real life. Like you said, yeah. like mm-hmm. it was so hard. But I would love to have had him as a teacher. I mean, he came in. I don't remember him ever like. Did you read the book? He would just be like, we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. And then he would, just like how mom said, he would like explain, like, think about this kind of scenario and what would happen with this and this. And I mean, I took his class without calculus wow. or without algebra. Like, any, I took algebra and physics at the same time. Oh, wow. And I got an A in physics. That's how good he was. He was very good. Really, yeah. really good. And I remember everyone would ask him, like, why are you here? He would make you want to learn the subject, mm-hmm. to yeah. understand the subject. And that's my chemistry teacher in that school was the same way. He was really good. And that's why I, I, I changed my major to chemistry when I was there because I was just, he opens a new world. Yeah. It was very exciting. I didn't know 
that could happen in chemistry. Uh Yeah, those are the good teachers. Exactly. Because I've had a lot of like, I'm not really strong in math, but Mm -hmm. when I had, I had a really good algebra teacher in high school and she made me like math. Mm -hmm. And so when I went to OC, like I had a lot of friends also that were engineers and I took like the hard math that I didn't need to take. I took trigonometry. Mm -hmm. I took pre-cal. And I'm like, I didn't even be a math major because <laughs> they, they made me like math uh-huh, and they exactly. did a really good job at teaching. And it was so funny because my trig teacher, she was so mean. <laughs> but if I like went up to her and like asked her, she would like explain it to you and be nice. But sometimes she gets so frustrated. She's like, oh, okay, start from the beginning. <laughs> and I'm like, down and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> but she was a really good teacher. And yeah. I think when you have good teachers like that, like, Changes it, it does. It changes it and motivates you and it just opens your eyes to like learning in mm-hmm. general. So I found out, especially in mathematics quickly, that if I wasn't doing well in a class, I would just try to get out of it and retake it with a different professor. Oh yeah. Until I, I found the one that would really explain it to me. It made a difference. Yeah. <laughs> and now a lot of times like well in my classes and when like my undergrad classes, like the very last semesters I would always talk to my friend my classmates like have you taken this professor mm-hmm. what have you heard about this yeah. professor because like it says a lot when they help you mm-hmm. and when they really teach you yeah versus like okay this is the exam mm-hmm. study for the exam this way yeah or not so much study at all like they really bring it to life and I think that's what's important mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. when they bring the topics to life because that's what it's about and that's why we go to school that's right unless if it wasn't that way, we'd just read the book. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to do that. Okay. <laughs> no. But that's what they're making you do in most classes. Read the book. Well, well, you're supposed to read the book if it's supposed to compliment. Right. The teaching the teaching's supposed to be supplemental. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. But that's true. I try to get away from reading the books a lot of times. <laughs> it's like, no, read the book. It's. I like how, I can't remember, I read this book called The Smartest Kids. And they did a review on, like, all of the different teaching styles. And Mm -hmm. I'm going now to, I'm switching from college to high school or, like, grade school. But I think it was in in Switzerland. Somewhere probably. probably. (laughs) But they make their teachers, they have to, they elevate the status of teaching as, they equated to that as being a doctor. Mm. You have to get a master's and you have to have, like, residency where you, it's, like, X amount, like, three to four years, you have to have residency. Oh, wow. And you, it's a rigorous in, interview process. Wow. And I think that's really good. And it's so interesting. I'm like, why being just the same? Because not everybody can teach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just thinking of those teachers who were able to inspire us to love these hard concepts, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, a, that's, that's what it means to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I, had a, yeah. I was reading the paper and it's, someone was like... I have a calling to be a teacher, and I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> this is me just being sarcastic. Yeah. After reading 20 pages, I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, oh, really? Some some professors I've found out are really called to do research. Yeah. But yeah. they're they've got the dual responsibility of teaching, but that sometimes that's not their expertise. Well, and that's like one of the biggest pressures is that. I mean, you're here to learn. Mm-hmm. Well, not, let me rephrase that. Like, 
some universities do have that. They have their research faculty, mm-hmm. so they don't teach. They just research. Okay. But I guess some of the smaller right. schools. Some of them, they, they have, have to do, do both. Mm-hmm. And then you have some who, they have to do both. Like, they don't want to teach, mm-hmm. but they have to because they want to do the research. Mm-hmm. But I remember that one physics professor, he's like, I'm staying at a community college because I don't want to do research. <laughs> Because of the pressure, because they yeah. have so much pressure. Like, if you don't produce... Exactly. They have to X write amount, papers, and they have to do certain Right. Amount. And now it's even worse than before. Oh, wow. It's much more rigorous. And I understand why, because I think then they qualify for grants for the, right. for the universities. Right. I understand why. But, but sometimes it hurts the, the level of education that goes on. Yeah. I think the reality is that it's much more complex, right? Because we're dealing with people and styles and everyone's, mm-hmm. everyone is different and just being able to do that versus this is a standard, this is our straight line, mm-hmm. meet it. Or... <laughs> we'll see what happens. Thanks, mom. I think we're oh. okay. I think Hoy and I survived. Yeah, yeah, I did pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We have our diplomas. Right. Oh, yeah. We have our diplomas. <laughs> I question it sometimes. <laughs> You wonder how, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I told, I asked my professor, my English one, one of them, I'm like, because my comp exam was really bad, mom. It was really, really, really bad. And I asked him, I was like, should I hang it up on a wall? Do I really deserve my degree? And he was like, he hesitated. I could see him thinking. And I'm like, this punk. Aww. And he's like, I've seen you grow. You did, you did deserve it. And I'm like, <laughs> that's the validation. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> right. All in our own way. I mean, yeah. and I still tell the kids, like, if, if you don't go to college, it's not the end of the world. That's true. I mean, you guys really encouraged us to, but I never felt like as if it was the end of the world if we didn't go to college. Right. Mm-hmm. Although for dad, it was really important. Yeah, I can tell, but it. it was still the same, but he never, it was never like this like go. end of the world. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Well, we just have the mentality that if you get an edu- the more education you get, the better opportunity you have to to take care of yourself and your family better. Mm-hmm. That's you know, that's the opinion that we pretty much grew up with. Mm-hmm. And I think it's still true, pretty much, mm-hmm. but not 100%. I think it is because it's education versus a degree. Mm-hmm. That's one there thing that you you've always shown me. Like, you've been... I remember you'd be like, a, a class is never a waste. It's, it's right. knowledge that no one can take away from you. That's right. And no matter what form it is versus like a certification versus a training. And that's why I think you always surrounded us with so many different like, oh, here's this training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here are these DVD series. You would listen to lectures while you were like doing dishes and cooking. And yeah. I liked hearing them. Like, yeah. Like, and this is and I realize that I do the same, but I keep my AirPods on, and I need to have them out loud, so at least the kids yeah. just are surrounded by it. <laughs> I think one of the neatest things was to be teaching one of you and to hear a younger sibling answer a question. <laughs> that was, you know. Yeah. They, they, maybe they just memorized it, but yet. They responded on. Uh-huh. But yet, you know, you think, oh. And I was like, yes, <laughs> something's working. <laughs> Why did you want to homeschool? I don't know why you wanted to homeschool us. I'm just like, oh, I can only handle two. And with even partial homeschooling, yeah, it's right now scary. It is scary. That's what I was scared of. Yeah. No, what was scared? I don't know. I was just terrified that I couldn't give them 
all of the educational opportunities. Yeah. That's the only thing. Well, we do fear that, you know, our children will be uh, left behind or whatever. Yeah. I think it's 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 on what goals you have. Mm. That's true. You have to have goals and, and and my goals were were that you would get the biblical foundation. And everything else could go to the hot spot. <laughs> that was my main thing. <laughs> Write okay. your words on their heart. <laughs> that was my that was my main concern. Because I figured if you learn this, hey, if it was good enough for Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> it's good enough for my kids. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're on to something. I mean we survive. Yeah. We're navigating in base in in essence when you want to really boil down to um, a biblical background educational system it teaches you to respect yourself respect each mm-hmm. other take care of your community take mm-hmm. ownership right. be participate in government yeah. I mean no, it it, it rounds yeah. you off to be a good citizen yeah and that's I think that's what we need <laughs> good citizens <laughs> but then that opens up a whole other like how unfortunately religion is taken advantage for abuse right and then that's where cults come up and then you have people who just well you see that's that's where that's when you want to be manipulative now i didn't want you to believe exactly like what i believed i wanted you to believe for yourself that is true that's so yeah mm -hmm. i really appreciated how you did that like you never really said this is what you must believe you just you know would have us read the bible and you were i mean and it was hard it was hard because yeah, I think as a mom, we want to preach. Mm-hmm. But it was hard, but I knew that I had to let you come to your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Not for my sake, but for your own sake. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to make it um, academic learning, not not so much spiritual. That we did it in church. <laughs> yeah. But at home, it was supposed to be just read it for the reading. Of course, I'm sure there was many times that I did editorialize. Well, I mean... <laughs> That's understandable. Yeah, everyone's. <laughs> no, but you did. You would have. You would mention a lot. <clears throat> you would ask us, "Well, what do you think?" Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, this is what I think." And you'd be like, "Okay, all right." Yeah, and y'all always surprised me. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. It's like, yeah. I see you. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and and that's probably what makes it easier for us. I don't know. Maybe that's why we didn't get as rebellious or anger or bitter, simply because we knew we had the space to believe. Mm-hmm. We and got to explore believe. that ourselves, right? And it was our own decision. I guess so. Because there were some, there were some people who had very similar backgrounds, but they were very salty with their parents. And I think that's when the parent wants to be manipulative to a certain degree. On you must believe my way or the highway. Yeah. So I think that's we can't be like that. Not as parents. Mm-hmm. We have to give our kids that space. We have to respect you. Yeah. Parents need to respect you. And the Bible tells us to do that. The Bible tells us to respect. It says parents respect your children. And children respect your parents. Oh, and the New Testament. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I know about the... The respecting your parent part. (laughs) Yeah, that part I know. (laughs) I know about respecting your parent, but I just don't remember. There is. There is. Oh, yeah. Like, all through, through, like, the letters that Paul had written... Mm -hmm. He talked about like, um, you know, respecting your parents, and that's the same thing with like 
wives respect your uh, husband wives respect your husband is it that thing? same one okay but I think it's like maybe it doesn't thing. say respect I think it says don't bring them to wrath or don't bring them parents oh, okay. don't bring them to I don't remember something oh. or don't break their spirit I don't know something it says something oh I think it does say don't break their spirit mm-hmm. I do remember you had mentioned that now that I think about it yeah well like when in the letters like he goes it's interesting because he tells like one part if whatever party like mm-hmm. yes you need to be respectful to your you know mm-hmm. your other per- the, the partner like but then he would also tell them like hey don't take advantage mm-hmm. yeah of mm-hmm. that respect mm-hmm. also be respectful right set boundaries mm-hmm. and be mindful of each other's boundaries that's true that's a good talk mom yeah thanks thank you <laughs> thank you <Paula>. yeah you're <laughs> welcome yay yay thanks everybody for listening have a nice life <laughs> go learn This has been another episode of Educated Zombies. Our theme song, Change, is by Silent Crafter. Our sponsors are Low Budget Productions and Sonier & Company. If you like what you hear, give us some love on the platform you're listening to. Also, you can reach out to us via email at educated.zombies.podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram under the same name. Please tune in next week on Tuesday for another conversation where we continue to discuss all of the different ways education is more than a piece of paper.